0: Okay, listeners, what was your takeaway from all those strategies Rochelle shared with us? I would love for you to either tweet it, put us on LinkedIn, post it on Facebook, and let me know what you plan on doing this year or next year to really maximize your time. Well, now I want to move into my Taylor's tip time. And these are just little five strategies that can complement what Rochelle has shared. Number one, review the list of things you want to accomplish. So I think every week we need to sit down, have a meeting with ourselves and just review. And even a end of the year review is great. Number two, review your schedule to see what you can do. And that's why I said it's important for you to have that weekly meeting with yourself to see what you can and cannot do and be honest with yourself. Because sometimes you may want to do 10 things, but your time, because of other obligations, you can only do five. Number three, plan what needs to be done from start to finish. Laundry, putting it in a wash, letting it dry, folding it, putting away. Grocery shopping, going grocery shopping or whatever else shopping, bringing the items home, putting them away. And also, mark your calendar from a start time to a finish time. So whether you've got 15 minutes to an hour or maybe two hours, start to finish start to finish, and block out that time in your schedule. And number five, just do it. Just get it done. So I just want to thank you so much for um, following and listening. And also, if you are someone who really, truly just wants to get organized and needs some one-on-one help, go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com schedule a 15-minute free strategy session with me where we can talk about what you want to accomplish and I can share a tip or two and then you can decide, hmm, Janet, maybe I can work with you. But virtual strategy sessions are great because I can still see your face, your space and your face um, because number one, I can see the space and I can really begin to develop a strategy on how you can tackle it. Um, as I was sharing, one of my clients, she had gone through all areas of her home and she was just overwhelmed and couldn't get started in that bedroom. And I gave her a couple of strategies and the light bulb went off. She's like, I can tackle what I can do it. I said, I know you can because you've done it throughout your house. So those are some of the things I can help you with. So again, go to my website, click on the little orange icon. This is a 15 minute consultation with Janet so we can get started. Well of course I want to continue to thank you for following me via social media and of course I just want to ask you to check out my Pinterest page and I have a board it's all about time where some strategies that will help you better manage your time in your life so go check that out and of course today is Monday it may be Tuesday Wednesday Thursday where you are but My Toss It Tuesdays tip for this week is toss those calendars you no longer need. You know, a lot of times we keep calendars because they got beautiful photos and things. Well, if they do, frame them. Um, Sometimes we keep calendars because we just need documentation. Well, what I would suggest is if you need something for documentation, whether it's for a receipt or just a jar of memory, you can take that one page out, date it so you'll know what year it is, and then throw out the rest. Or better yet, you can scan so those are some things that will hopefully encourage you to get rid of all those calendars from 2000, 1999, et cetera. My app suggestion for this week is My Life Organized. It's more than just a to-do. You use it as a daily planner app to easily drag and drop. You can start stuff. You can flag stuff and organize tasks in a simple and elegant interface. And if one of your tasks is too big and daunting, You can break it down in smaller tasks so you can still stay motivated and get things done. My product suggestion is creating a command center where you've got a calendar and you've got a space where you can put to do's or maybe tickets and things for reminders. And it's great because when there's so many people in the house, it's great to have that one calendar. Everybody can look at so the kids can say, "Okay, mom and dad, I've got practice. And then they can put it on the calendar and then the adults in the family can figure out how can we can can support or pick them up. So that really helps you really maximize your time. And then maybe you can look at that calendar like, hey, everybody, we are spending so much time in school and activities and and doing all other things outside the home. We need to have a nice little family movie night and dinner night. So check that out. My repurpose suggestion go to my repurpose page on my board on Pinterest and check out creative things you can do with things in your home to create clocks. And then, of course, my book selection for this week is Time Management from the Inside Out from Julie Morgan Stern. So, those are my suggestions for this week. And my quote for this week is the bad news time flies the good news that you're the pilot. So whatever you've got going on in your life, you are in control of your time. So always remember that. So I hope you'll join me for the next episode, which will be Miss Beth Macy. I'm excited because you'll get to hear our conversation about simple living. So thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. Please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day and have an organized week. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great start to your week. In this episode, we're going to be talking about some time management strategies that you can use now and in the new year with Rochelle Issip. And of course, we are also going to be having our app suggestion of the week, our product suggestion of the week, as well as our book suggestion of the week. And of course, our question for this week is name one area you want to improve when it comes to your time. And now I just want to take a few minutes and share with you some responses to previous questions. And the question was, what do you do to stay fit and healthy during the holiday seasons? And one woman said, "Eat all I want. You you must survive." Fellow well rose from Facebook. Another one said, "This year I will make desserts with almond flour and monk fruit, and then eat all I want." Yummy said Stephanie. And then of course, well, I'm going to say I don't eat all of the food during the holidays. But I do limit the amount of food I put on my tray. And that was Penny. And those are all of the responses from Facebook. And then, of course, someone else said, we used to cook with greasy foods back in the days. But a few years ago, I decided to keep it light as not to have to detox afterwards. We've all become more conscious about food. And that way it is helping us all, all, said Mendelina. And I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. So those were the responses from Facebook. So continue posting on my Facebook, my LinkedIn and my Twitter account in regards to your responses to these questions. So it's just some fun facts. It's always it's almost always takes twice as long to complete a task as it would originally thought it would take. So again, and that's what I tell people when I do my time management training classes talk. Oh, always double the time you think it will take you to do something. But today we have an expert and her name is Rachelle Issa. She's a New York-based professional organizer, so another colleague, and a productivity consultant who helps individuals and businesses better manage their time, energy, and resources. She is the founder of the website theorderexpert.com and her work has been featured in a variety of online and print media including Fast Company, The Atlantic, Business Insider, The Washington Post, Good Housekeeping, House Beautiful, and Cosmopolitan. She is the author of 31 Easy Ways to be More Organized in the New Year, How to be More Organized Right Now, and The Orders Expert guide to time management. So sit back, listen, take notes as we get some time management strategies for now, as well as the new year. Well, listeners, I'm excited because as always, I have a fellow organizer as my guest. And today we're going to talk about time management because sometimes those those time management tips and strategies are the things that can help you cross things off your list. So today I have the order expert, Rochelle Isip here, and she's going to talk to us about some techniques and strategies, not only that we can use at the end of this year, but can spring us forth into 2020. So good morning, Rochelle. Good morning, Janet. How are you? I am doing wonderful, but Before we talk about the strategies, I want you to share with the listeners what made you decide to help your clients and
1: people globally with time. Sure. Well, I started off as a professional organizer, and while I was doing some blogging for my website, I thought about expanding to other areas besides just organizing. And I thought, hey, time management and productivity also go together with organizing because you're still organizing time or energy, um, and that might be an, a fun thing to write about. So you know that's how I initially made the switch, and it's I think it's just another extension of organization because it's all too clear when we organize things in our homes or in our offices because you can actually physically touch a notebook or a piece of clothing. But when it comes to time, that can be a little tricky because we really can't touch it. We only just track or mark the passage of it through clocks and calendars. So I think it's, it's almost at the next level <laughs> of organizing because you really can't put your hand on it. So, um, you know, that really spoke to me uh, in terms of helping people better manage their time.
0: And that is so true, because like you said, it's not tangible, so sometimes people don't really think of the impact it has on organizing as a whole, which takes me to my first question. What are some of the things that we do that really impacts the way we manage our time, or I should say mismanage our time?
1: Yeah, I would say the main thing is really just the mindset going into it, because we all know that there's 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week, but there can be a tendency in our society to view time as an emergency. Mm. Mm. And, you know, it, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you always view time as an emergency, well, of course it's going to be an emergency. Um, but at the same time, if we look around the world, you know, around us, things happen as they do in nature, you know, you can't rush the seasons, you know, the timing of your birthday or your anniversary, things like that. They happen, you know, when they are meant to happen, you know, when a year passes. Um you can't rush it. <laughs> so and it still it still happens and you don't have to rush through it and, you know, it, I think there's a lot to learn in terms of resetting our mindset and to not view it as you know, just the the knee-jerk reaction. Um, and I think, you know, that really is, is the start of it. And I think it just leads down to, you know, other problems that we have when it comes to managing our time. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with my clients is that there's a perception that one's schedule has to be filled in order for it to be important. Mm-hmm. And I think that can really, really, um, you know, mess up our ability to manage time, because we always feel like we have to have a full schedule. If I don't have a full schedule, then I'm not living, you know, a fulfilling life, or I'm not doing all the things that I want to, or I'm not a responsible person. You know, we, we just talk up all these things in our head. But at the end of the day, your schedule is important, because it is your schedule. I mean, one of my favorite analogies to use is to think of a schedule or a calendar as a holding vessel, like a refrigerator, right? So your refrigerator isn't any less of a refrigerator, whether it's half full or completely full. It still keeps the food fresh, so you don't have to worry about you know, the the fridge has to be full or it has to, you know, have this amount, you know, in order for it to be important. It's important because it keeps the food fresh. <laughs> so, you know, the main thing is you want the refrigerator to work, but um, the basic idea um, is there, you know, the the refrigerator holds your food and the calendar is just a holding container for items mm. so that they don't all happen at the same time. Mm.
0: And that's a good analogy because you know, like you said, our calendars and our schedules get so full, like our houses with stuff. And, and also, I think sometimes that, and I'm learning every single day, that sometimes you don't have to have a full schedule because you need that moment where you do nothing. And I think sometimes people have issues with it. Like, if I'm not doing nothing, I'm not being productive. But, you know, your body, your mind, your spirit, you need to rest. And sometimes you just need to put that space in your calendar where you actually aren't doing anything. So that is a good point. So in order for us not to, um, you know, have our schedule so full, what are some strategies that we need to do now, but also in the new year in order to better manage our time, but and
1: ultimately better manage our lives. Sure. Um I would say the first thing to do is to go back to basics. Now, this is really, you know, tightening your belt and making a conscious effort every day to be an efficient manager of your time. You know, it's, it's really about saying no <laughs> to unnecessary meetings, um, you know, social functions and events that you know you cannot attend or you don't want to attend. Um, using a calendar to schedule appointments if you don't already, um, adding travel time to your calendar is a good idea because sometimes people don't factor in that there's an open, um, you know, time before the event and then afterwards as well. and You still have to manage that time. And then also, you know, making a point to arrive on time to meetings and appointments. I mean, those little changes can really have a big impact on your life. Um, If you just slow down and just go back to the very, very basic of things. Um, Yeah. So I think that's, that's one of the things that people can embrace now and going into the new year. Um, You know, it's, we're, we're all going to hear, you know, about 2020 and 2020 vision. And now is the time to get into your head. Just, you know, just go back to the basics. What do you see on your calendar? Is it overly full? Are you feeling tired? then it's time to do some reevaluation and, you know, go back to, okay, I need to, um, you know, trim some things, readjust my schedule and make it work for me, not the other way around.
0: And and you're so right. And specifically about one arriving on time. And I think that goes back to the first thing you said is really allowing for that time to travel. Because I think sometimes we think, okay, I've got a nine o'clock appointment, but then you don't think about the travel time Text to get there well how, m- how much time does it take to get out the house and how much travel time is it the day of the week is that going to change your travel because I know here you know we've got where we call trash days and if and if you live on a street that's small then you had to take that into consideration because you've got to get out of your block before the trash truck comes through because that can slow things down a little bit so I like what you mm-hmm. said about really looking at Adding that little bit of time, that cushion time, because I think some people—that's what makes them late. They don't add the time, and they're like, "Oh, I've got nine o'clock," and then about eight forty-five, they try to leave the house. They've got traffic. Before you know it, they're late, and then that just is a, you know, a, a, a an impact on the rest of their day.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think another thing too, when it comes to strategies, is to start looking at time in a different way, um, and in this case is to get comfortable knowing that it will take time to actually manage your time. Okay. I think sometimes we view, we view our lives as I'm going to press pause and then deal with this item and then press pause again and pick up where I left off. But it's all one continuing thing. So once you can better understand that, okay, here's my day. I'm, I'm going along. Do I want to just jump on the next thing Um, It might be a project that's not worth your time, or do you want to stop and think for 15 minutes to decide whether this thing, um, you know, is really something that you need to do, or are you going to end up wasting 15 hours on it that's, you know, completely not relevant to your life? So, you know, I think people don't give themselves permission to stop. And just think, and it really it, I mean, it won't take 15 minutes, obviously, to come to a decision for things like that, but just to stop and say, "Wait a minute, is this a good choice for me right now? Does this really help me reach the goals and the to-do's and the things that I have to do today and in future?" And I think once people can get comfortable with that, and it is okay to stop <laughs> what you're doing and just you know gather um, gather yourself um, and come to, you know, the next decision. Um, and going off of that, I actually do have another uh, tip that I think your listeners will like. Um, but you know how we were talking earlier about viewing time as an emergency and filling mm-hmm. one's calendar and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, try this thing. This is really easy. And I think most people don't even think about it, but the next time you have an appointment or a meeting or anything that's in your calendar and it gets canceled, think about using that time for yourself, Mm. you know, time that you were still going to spend that time doing something, um, you know, but it's not like you have to play catch up because in that case, then you're always playing catch up. And, you know, well then what's the point if you're going to (laughs) be frazzled at the end of the day. And if you're always the, um, you know, person or you find yourself saying, gee, I wish I had more time. I just need a break. Take that break. No one else will know." that you the, the item or, you know on your calendar was canceled. So go ahead and take that break for yourself. You know, at the very least, if it's an hour long and, you know, someone says, ah, you know, I, I can't do it, you know, let's reschedule. Okay. It, take half an hour just to decompress, take a nice long coffee break, go for a walk, just meditate, do something, you know, write in your journal, that's just for you. And then if you're feeling more balanced, you can pick up, you know, after half an hour is gone and, you know, continue on with whatever it was that you were doing.
0: Mm. And I like that because that, that tip, because a couple of weeks ago, um, I have a schedule to have a session with a client. She called me, she said, Janet, I got pink eye. I'm like, no problem. We need to reschedule. <laughs> um. And what I did was I said, Ooh, I'm going to take this opportunity to just walk about, you know, 30 minutes more because usually I have my like 30 minute walk But I said, you know, I'm going to walk an hour today because I've got the extra time. So instead of just trying to cram all of this stuff in it, I'm going to take like at least an extra 30 minutes for myself. So I'm glad you said that because sometimes we don't, we feel like, okay, something has changed or canceled. So we've got to fill it back up again, sort of like closets. When you organize a closet, you empty it out. And sometimes people feel, oh, I've got to buy more stuff. But sometimes you just got to, like you said, pause. And I like that pause because sometimes we say yes to things that we really should not be saying no to. And I think if we just took a moment just to pause, think about it, then that would really begin to let us know, you know what? I don't have enough time in my schedule now. How can I take on this? So I love those tips.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, one thing going off of that, Um, you know, finally for the tip is to get in the habit of, you know, switching yourself off, you know, taking that, uh, those breaks, taking your vacations, going to bed at a reasonable hour, you know, very simple things that we tend to just kind of wave aside and say, that's not important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll do it later. I'll do it later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But remember this, I think this will really um, uh, resonate with your listeners. You know, just remember this tip. No one else no one else in the world is going to set aside time for you. they are not going to walk up and say, Janet, you need five hours of rest today. I know you worked hard. I know you're exhausted. You should take a day off. You know, you should go and do this. No one is going to say that to you. You know, you have to be the one to do it, you know, for yourself and for your family and, you know, to, to really understand that fact and just embrace it because, you know, it's, it's your life.
0: And you are so true. So with all that you do working with clients, how do you manage your time for yourself, for family, you know, for your business? How do you do it? Because sometimes when we're trying to do it for other people, we really have to do things for ourselves. So how do you do it, Rochelle?
1: Yeah, well, I like to view it as, you know, working, you know, when it comes to like working for oneself to make sure that those boundaries are set. You know, like I have in my, just, you know, my little um, things to do. It's like, I'm not going to answer client emails after a certain time, you know, in the day. It's like, these are my work hours and, you know, relaxing on the weekend is important too. Um, But to really be, to really set that boundary and not cross it and just say, oh yeah, I can do, I can do this whenever or whatnot. It's like, you know, to make sure that you put the priority first of what you want to have in your life since... You know, in this case, I'm designing um, my own business. So I have to have those things in place. Um, At the same time, I do, you know, review my schedule um, on a daily basis, you know, monthly, weekly, you know, just doing. I like to basically take a a big view, you know, pull Mm -hmm. out and take a look at the month and say, okay, what's going on in the month, you know? are things going to be busy a certain time? Are they going to be slow? If so, you know, can I make adjustments so I'm not completely overworked during the busy times and that I'm not, um, you know, are making the most of the time when things are slow. So it's, you know, I think it's, it's always a, an ongoing adjustment. And I would say, you know, paying attention to the day as well, when things are, you know, happening, like, okay, how is this day going? Have I accomplished what I wanted to, if not, why? And to be comfortable making those adjustments. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think part of it also is being realistic about things because, you know, everybody has those days when there's an emergency and you just have to deal with it. And over the years, you know, I found out the easiest way to go with it is just to go with the flow. Yes. Things are, you know, Um, not optimal, you know, they're not as you'd like, but it's going to pass, you know, this too shall pass. And just to get comfortable with it and say, you know, it's okay. I'm just going to deal with this. Everything else has to be put on hold at the moment. And then when things uh, settle out, just keep that momentum going and saying, okay, now I'm just going to pick up where we were, might not be full steam, but I'm just going to make sure that I am um, focused on picking up and just taking the steps forward, you know, making that progress. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think sometimes people think that, um, you know, people, either time management coaches or professional organizers, you know, are, you know, we're not, um, uh how do you how do you say we're not um also you know in the realm of the uh the physical universe you know we have mm-hmm. some sort of magic <laughs> wand and you know it all disappears. The laws of physics okay. don't apply. No, it's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 the same thing. We're all dealing with the same thing. But um yeah I think it's it's really honing you know that self awareness of things about time um that I found useful and just getting comfortable with it too. Mm -hmm.
0: And you're right. You're right. I mean, like you said, some people think we're like superheroes because I um, recently found out I have allergies. So the doctor gave me medication and I said, you know what, I need to allow myself time to um, adjust to the medication and just feel better because I have been feeling really bad for a while. And somebody sent me uh, a text and she, they were like, Well, the only time I have to meet you this weekend and for an hour and I know you can squeeze it in. And you know what, Rochelle? I said, No, I can't. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm I'm not gonna do that to myself anymore. The younger Janet probably would have done it, but now it's like mm, no, I I know the value. So let's figure out another time that's convenient for both of us with no more squeezing in. So Rochelle You've given us a lot of great strategies.
1: So how can listeners get in contact with you? Sure. They can visit my website, theorderexpert.com. And, you know, I have lots of free tips, you know, on organizing, time management, productivity. People can sign up and get a free organization book, um, you know, when they join my email list. Um, I also do have products for sale, um, some ebooks for organizing, and I do have a time management book. Um, it's, I would say, not your traditional time management book. It's not, you know, you sit down and you read it cover to cover. It's more of a workbook and kind of self-guided workbook. So you can flip through and find the situation that, you know, matters or, or is most interesting to you. Um, you know, if you're having trouble arriving on time to appointments, there's a you know a little exercise um in there for you where you can read about it and then you know get to work um and there's you know tips right within there so it's really just like a field guide kind of you know i have a problem with time okay what should i do and then you look it up <laughs> and you know you read through the instructions you perform the exercises and it's really i think i wanted it to be interactive really for people mm-hmm. because you know there's only there's only so much that Reading a book, or you know, working with a coach, or taking a class will do. But you have to invest the time in yourself to think about, like you said, with your um, in, in the past about scheduling um, meetings with clients. You know, okay, that didn't work well before, but moving forward, I am not going to do that. I'm going to set this thing up so that we can make sure that it's a time that works for everyone. So it's um, yeah, it's it's really more of a hands-on thing, and I want people to understand that you know, you do have a lot, you have a lot more power than you think, (laughs) you know, so often do we just kind of wave it away, Um, but yeah, I think that's a a great place for people to start, and I will have a paperback version coming out in the new year for that, so people should keep an eye out for that.
0: Well, listeners, you know, with every guest, I have a direct link to their website, so you can connect with them directly, so Rochelle, Thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing those time management strategies.
1: Oh, thank you! It was a pleasure, and I really hope you know people will go into the new year and also just you know starting before the new year starts to think about you know how how truly would I like to spend my time um, because it really is in your control more so than you think. Mm-hmm.